Hey guys and gals, you thought I was gone. Well, I'm back. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't stay away. Well, actually, I couldn't stay away at all. Uh, but I just got done recording the first episode of Up the Creek, a Dawson's Creek podcast. And let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you the story behind all that. So one morning, I guess about a week ago, I tweeted just off the top of my head at work, you know, I'm quitting Glenn Thanks the Podcast to do a Dawson's Creek podcast has always been my passion. Dawson's Creek's always been my passion. And it was a joke. I was just joking. It doesn't, it, it, Dawson's Creek is not my passion. I just thought that it was funny because I was like, I'm a 38 year old man. What would be the farthest thing that I would ever do? You know, what would it be? And it was like, it would be a Dawson's Creek podcast. And so I tweeted that as a joke. Well, some people bit. Some people got the joke on Twitter and and they were like, you know, ha ha and just kind of mocking it. And then other people that I guess don't know me as well or haven't listened to my podcast as long thought I was serious. You know what I mean? And so I was like, well, those people think that I'm serious. And then some people think that I'm joking about it. So what would be really funny is if I convinced the people, how could I convince the people to believe me? that, you know, Ashley came out and made fun of me and, you know, we're like, ha, you're joking. That's so dumb, pretty much. You know what I mean? And I was like, how great would it be for those people to kind of feel awkward, you know, that they made fun of me? You know, it, it kind of got me off to think about, you know, everybody being like, has Glenn lost it? Is Glenn all right? Like, I know that I'm not, I'm not like big headed and saying that, you know, I'm such a significant part of everybody's life that they're like, you know, I just sat around worried about Glenn. But the small, you know, minuscule amount that you might think of me, I want it to feel weird, you know, <laughs> you know, like I wanted to make people be like, is he did he finally lose it? Did he finally, you know, go off his, go off his rocker? And I was like, how can I do that? And so I decided what I was going to do is I was going to take this joke to a whole new level. Um, because the podcast has felt a little bit stagnant and a little bit stale lately. And so I kind of needed something to get me jump started and excited again. And so what I decided to do is make a whole nother podcast and actually put effort into the podcast, you know, by watching Dawson's Creek, right? Taking notes. I took like, man, probably about 10 pages, eight pages, 10 pages of notes on this thing that I don't even care about. And then I've got to sell it to everybody. I've got to sell it to everybody like it's the sincere, you know, thing that I'm doing. And that just this means a lot to me. And I've got to sell it to people. And I've actually I've actually got to put work into this more than my own little podcast that I've been doing for a while that I actually like to do. Um, just as a joke, like if it's to fool you, the listener, and it's not mean-spirited. Like, I'm not doing this to be mean-spirited. Uh, I'm doing it because I think that it's funny. And it makes me laugh. And it made me laugh. And I ran it by just a small, like, three people. I ran this by, like, do you think that this is a good idea? And they were like, that's hilarious. Who would do that? Who would put forward that much work just to trick people into something that's not even true? So uh, so that's, like, what what is going on. What has been going on, I never once... 
uh, thought that I wanted to stop doing the Glenn Thinks the podcast. I just told everybody this. So I'm not really sure when this podcast is coming out because I've got to, uh, I've got to keep people under the impression that Up the Creek is my new podcast, my only podcast, and that this podcast has ended. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to stockpile Glenn Think Stuff episodes because I can't quit doing them. I, can, I, can, I love doing Glenn Think Stuff. So I've just got to stockpile these episodes. And when I'm ready to let the joke out, I don't know how long or how many Dawson's Creek episodes <laughs> that I can sit through. Uh, because it is a lot of work to do that stuff, man. Mad props to the people that do film review stuff, man. I mean, it's easier because the pot, the, like the, the, the content is there. So you don't have to like pull content out of thin air, you know, but I like doing that anyway. just talking about what I think about. And so it's not really work to me. Uh, but I don't know how much I can deal with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm just... I'm laying it on thick. If you listen to that podcast, you'll hear that, man. And it's really tiring to do that because it's not—it's not really who I am. I don't know. There's—I try to have fun with it, but uh, it's just—it's just like you gotta hear it. It's funny. So I don't know when this is gonna come out, but it's good to be back. I'm back, and I got some cool stuff to talk about that happened. I guess by the time you hear this, uh, some cool stuff that happened a while back. So uh, let's get into it. So first off today, I know that it's late. It's really not that late like where I am right now for saying congratulations. But by the time this podcast comes out, you'll be like, man, that's old news. But congratulations to LSU for winning the national championship. Uh, I was actually pulling for LSU because I live in Clemson country. And I'm just tired of listening to those guys talk. I don't want to hear Clemson fans talk. You get tired of people gloating and always, like, even when you don't have a dog in the fight, you're just like, ah, shut up, (laughs) you know? So it's been nice for people that I'm around to be shutting up. So congratulations to LSU. And, I mean, it's not bad for everybody needs to lose sometimes, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, that's exciting. And the thing that is is exciting about college football ending to me is that spring training is just like 20 something days away. You know, we are coming up on baseball season. And let me tell you, this is the most exciting off season. I'm just going to get my sports talk out in front. Uh, I can't help it. I know that I say that I try not to talk about sports on this podcast, you know, because I know everybody's not into it or can relate to it. But just like, man, just please bear with me because this is like one of the best weeks that I've had. I think this is the single best week off season week of off season baseball that I've had in my entire life because this week the manager and the general manager uh, of the Houston Astros got fired. The manager of the Boston Red Sox, Alice Cora got canned and then the manager of the Mets got canned, Carlos Beltran. Not that that matters. Not that the Mets are even on my radar, man. I'm not even worried about the Mets, but, you know, he's just this huge... um, The commissioner put out his report and his, like, what the consequences are going to be for the Houston Astros, and their manager and general manager were going to get a one-year suspension, right? And 
Um, and the Houston Astros lose their draft picks for the next two years, which is a pretty, well, their first and second round draft picks for the next two years, which is a huge thing. So Leno and Hinch both were immediately fired by the owner of the Houston Astros, you know, because that was pretty much his only option because he's trying to save face, you know, in this huge, in this huge scandal, which is arguably become one of the biggest scandals ever in major league baseball to save face for him and his organization he had to fire both of them like he really didn't have a choice because he came out of that situation kind of looking like a little bit of a victim you know what i mean and let me just say out front up front that i do not hold anything against houston fans but you just need to shut up man you need to shut up because now is not the time to be pointing fingers in the past and saying, yeah, but the Yankees and steroids. Let me tell you something. Back in the day, all the teams were had, you know, were doing steroids. You know what I mean? And a couple Dodgers pitchers have come out publicly and said, and other pitchers, and said that they would rather go up against a batter that was on steroids than a batter that knew what pitch was coming. The Astros were using technology to to communicate with their batters what pitch was coming. Yeah, they were sign stealing, which I'm not talking about stand on second base, you know, and sign stealing like that. I'm talking about cameras and monitors and they were beating on trash cans and now it's not been confirmed, but there are reports that Altuve and Bregman were wearing buzzers under their uniforms. Which if that's true, that's insane. And I think that it's insane that the commissioner did not punish the players that were involved in any way or that their World Series title wasn't taken away or that Jose Altuve's MVP for 2017 was not taken away because he was up against Aaron Judge. Dude, you were caught cheating. You were stealing signs. So I think that that should go to, you know, Aaron Judge. I mean, not that it would mean that much, but, you know, what good is a World Series? Also, what good is a World Series? Everybody's tainted, man. You know what I mean? It's, you didn't win that, honestly. You know, and so Alex Cora, which was the manager for the Red Sox that just, I mean, they parted ways, which is a nice way to say, you know, they made him an offer they couldn't refuse. Remember when Tony Soprano took pussy out into the ocean, you know, and whacked him and threw him overboard and he's sleeping with the fishes? You know, that's like saying, well, they, you know, made a decision to part ways. <laughs> you know, that's the exact same thing. And I'm sick of these, like, I'm not even getting into it with these Houston fans. Yeah, we get it. It would be a bummer, man. It would be a bummer. But if this happened to your team, like, I know that it sucks. I know that it's not fun, but you need to shut up. You don't need, you can't, you can't take up for this. And and if you're pointing way back in the days to the steroid scandal, yeah, the, a lot of them guys got in trouble. You know, the actual players got in trouble and... That's like a little kid that gets caught doing something wrong. And you point back and be like, well, remember when my sibling did this, you know, yesterday? And it's something that's over, that they already, that's already happened, that they already got in trouble for, you know? So just, just shut up, man. You know, it's like, it's not, I, I think it gave a black eye to baseball. I'm glad to see all these guys, you know, pushed out. I think that even Pete Rose, Pete Rose came out and said, you know, the players need to have some kind of consequences because they were the ones carrying the stuff out, you know? And I listened 
I listened to CC Sabathia, which he's a legend. If you don't know who he, he is, he was a pitcher for uh, the Yankees who he retired this past year. He pretty much threw his arm out and um, uh, at the end of the season. And uh, he's just a legend. Well, he has a podcast, and he was talking about how the managers should be the ones that are held responsible. And this was worse. This was just when the stuff with Houston had hit. Uh, he was saying that this was worse than he thought it would be as far as the the disciplinary action that the commissioner took. But at the same time, Pete Rose came out and said, well, why aren't the players in trouble that did this stuff? You know? And, you know, I've long thought that Pete Rose, he was banned from baseball, banned from the Hall of Fame because he gambled on baseball. But Pete Rose, let me tell you something. Pete Rose gambled on his team. He gambled for his team to win. Like, if you gamble for your team to lose, I can understand being banned from baseball. But, I mean, he gambled for his team to, like, what? what's the big deal, man? You know what I mean? Banned from, really? Like, so all these players that cheated, like, cheated, used the technology to steal signs, they don't even get a slap on the wrist. The managers get the axe. The players get to stay. Pete Rose is like, yo, my team's going to win. I'll gamble on, I'll bet on my team. You know, that's somebody that believes in their team. You know, and even Shoeless Joe Jackson, you know, he's banned from the Hall of Fame, but he, I don't know, he, he, his stats in the, in the games that he played didn't waver. Like he, he didn't throw any game. You know what I mean? So I think that the commission, once everything dies down, should consider letting Shoeless Joe Jackson and Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame. You know, it's just the right thing to do. But, uh, but, yeah, a lot happened. And so, I mean, I was so, so happy. I was so happy. Because, I mean, in the ALCS in 2019, Houston Astros beat the Yankees with a walk-off home run from Jose Altuve, which is kind of, he's kind of one of the main players in the scandal, you know. And to think that he hit that walk-off home run because he knew what pitch was coming makes me sick to my stomach, you know. And it makes me sick to know that the Yankees – could have possibly a couple of World Series if it were not for uh, all this cheating going on, yeah? And so I was walking around. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you the truth. Monday, when all this stuff hit, it was like the best Monday. I was walking around cooking in the kitchen sun, or Monday evening, and I was singing, Bippity-boppity-boo, oh, bippity-boo, just because I was so happy. Was that the lady, the the lady off Cinderella when she's turning everything to, to uh, turning everything all fancy for Cinderella? She says, Bippity-boo, shippity-doo, bippity-boppity-boo. But, uh... I was just so happy. And then it was like, was it Tuesday evening when Alex Cora from the Red Sox, because he, he won a World Series with the Astros, and then he went to the Red Sox and he won a World Series for them, you know, the next year. And uh, and so it was like, well, the the penalties are going to be harsh on Alex Cora because he was kind of the, he was the bench coach. He was kind of the mastermind behind this whole cheating operation. And uh, so the consequences are going to be bad for that. So that's when the, the Red Sox decide to go ahead and part ways with Alex Cora. They put out a press release. You know, I don't want to be a distraction to the team. And uh, and one of my kids woke me up and was like, Dad, they just fired Alex Cora. And I was half asleep. Like, I was half asleep. And, uh, and I don't remember this. But I was told that I said, 
it's the best day ever. Like, even in my sleep, even in my sleep, I hate the Red Sox. Man, I hate the Red Sox. And, uh, and so, like, even in my sleep, I hate them. And, uh, so I woke up the next morning, I saw the Alex Corbin fire, I was like, this is fantastic. This is getting good. You know, not only did we pick up Garrett Cole, which is like Houston, he's like the best pitcher in baseball from Houston because he's a free agent. Like, the Yankees signed him in the offseason, and then all of our arch nemesis, you know, both of our, you know, arch nemesis is get their managers fired right weeks before spring training starts, you know, so they're going to be all shook up and they don't even know how to hit a baseball if they're not still in signs. So that'll be interesting. It'll definitely be an interesting, I would hate to be on one of those teams. You know what I mean? Cause even if I didn't have anything to do with this whole scandal, you're, you're going to get hit with some baseballs this year's boys. I'm going to go ahead and tell you since I know y'all listening to me. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Come up to the Bronx. See what's up. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to keep talking about it, but I just, I had to address it. I had to address it out front because it was like the most, it was so exciting. Um, I don't know. That was like the most exciting week. And, uh, bipper da boppa da boo. All right. So, uh, what else is going on? What else do I have to talk about? Yeah. Um, Conor McGregor won last night in like, uh, 40 seconds. So, uh, that kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, but so he's back. I don't really want to talk about that because I haven't watched the whole fight yet, which I don't, I haven't, I haven't spent one minute and watched the fight yet. I saw the actual knockout, but, uh, I guess I saw, I guess if I saw the knockout, I watched like most of the fight, but, um, I'll stop talking about sports and fights and whatnot. What else can I talk about? Oh, Eminem dropped a new album. And uh, what's the new album called? Let me look it up real quick. He dropped a surprise new album, which has been uh, which has been what he's done the last couple times he's dropped albums. Um, let's see. What's it called, man? Music to be murdered by. And uh, the album has... Eminem in a suit and he's holding a hatchet to one side of his head and a gun to the other side of his head and it's actually an old Alfred Hitchcock um, picture that he just kind of is uh, I guess he is mimicking it or copying it but I mean he gave credit to Alfred Hitchcock but um, anyway so Eminem dropped a new album and for a lot of years I've kind of been like dude you're getting lame you're old you know, you're not what you used to be. And uh, and right when I woke up, the morning it came out, like nobody knew it was coming out. I got onto iTunes when I first woke up in bed. I got into iTunes and was looking at new music. Like, is there anything new I want to download that came out? And uh, I saw it on there. So I went through and I just sampled some of the songs um, before I got out of bed. And I was just like, man, dude, hang it up. And I've said that for a while. I've been like, why don't you just hang it up? It's like, he wants to stay relevant and he wants to, I don't know. He wants to recapture some of that stuff that he used to have is what it feels like. And he's kind of mad. Like the critics said my last album was whack. And it's like, dude, that's because you're like 50 years old and you're still trying to be relevant, you know? And, and for a long time, I've thought that 
Dr. Dre was a genius because he kind of got out the game. He makes the beats. He might produce some stuff. But he's like, I mean, he's doing fine. Um, and I kind of was like, why is Eminem trying to hold on, you know, so much? And I saw an interview, and I've had that, like, I've thought that for years. But I saw an interview last night. It was just a little clip. And Eminem was talking, and he said he thinks that people, uh, people don't understand that that rage that he had when he was young is like gone. He's not, he doesn't have that rage anymore and that anger anymore. And his life was just insane and crazy with like Kim and his kid was a baby and, you know, he was out of his mind on drugs and he was really angry. And there were a lot of issues with his parents that he hadn't worked through, especially his mom. And he was just like, you know, I don't have that anymore. And when he said that, it, everything kind of came together for me. And he said, I respect all these artists, you know, and it kind of challenges me. And I respected that. Like, I can respect, even if I don't like your newer stuff as much as your old stuff, now I understand because I'm the exact same way. Like, when I was 20 years old to now, like, I'm not angry like I was. I'm not, I don't have that same angst you know, that I used to have. And so it's just growing up and getting older. And, uh, so that made sense to me, but, uh, I still, I still think that he should hang it up. So that's what I would do, man. I would hang it up and be like, man, I'd be on a yacht somewhere smoking a cigar with Dr. Dre. But, uh, yeah, so that happened this week. Uh, how exciting is that? But, uh, the, the last thing that I want to talk about I think is the last thing I want to talk about is uh, this past week, Gwyneth Paltrow came out with a candle. And I think the candle's called Smells Like My Vagina is what the candle is uh, is called. And it's on Goop. I think it's goop.com or something. But it's a Gwyneth Paltrow that smells like my vagina candle. And it sold out very quickly. Um, and... I don't know. This kind of... This kind of shows you what kind of society we live in. When a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina that some celebrity puts out actually sells out, right? Because I think that you've got to be a bit touched in the head to order this. It's $75, people, for a little candle. $75, right? And... I don't know. That's the problem with like the social media people and the actors and artists. Like you want to put out like too much information. You want to have this intimate relationship with fans that goes only one way. Do you understand? Like you want to be like, this is my life, you know, and, and, and you put all this content out and you'll put vagina candles out and you don't think about, like, crazy Alexander that stabbed his mom with a fork reading your tweet and thinking that y'all are friends, right? You don't think about that. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not victim blaming. Like, I'm not into victim blaming. Like, if something bad happens to you, I'm not in, I don't know. I don't believe in blaming the victim, Um for something bad, but I, this is going to bring people out of the woodwork. You know what I mean? Like the crazies. I wouldn't be surprised if 
Gwyneth Paltrow has new stalkers after this happens, after this candle has come out, you know, and, and, you know, I was thinking from a judge's perspective, when, when you go to court and be like, oh, I have all this stalkers now, they're stalking me. And there's no good reason. There's no good reason that that's okay. I'm not taking off for stalkers, but just common sense would say, well, you just released a candle that said this smells like my vagina, you know? What did you think was going to happen when you did that? You know what I mean? Do you know? Because it's got to hit a crazy person some kind of way. This this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, may, is it just me? Does nobody else see it that way? Like, I just, I think this is so, so stupid. You know? And then I, I actually was like, well, because I saw a news story. And it was like a sold out within, you know, quickly. And so I went to the actual website. I wasn't going to order one. I wasn't going to order one. I would tell you if I would order one. I would think that it probably smells like flowers or something. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. And so I went to it and it said on the website, like, it doesn't ship outside of the... It just ships to the U.S. So so that says a lot about our culture. So we can't say, well, you know, the crazy Canadians ordered all the vagina candles. no. America bought all them things. That is the society. That is the sad state of the society that we live in. That uh, that we have resorted, sunk to this level of of ordering vagina. Like, dude, quit listening to these people. You're out of your mind. These celebrities are out of their minds. They just are. They just don't. They don't live in the real world. Because as, as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, you're in trouble. That's going to attract the right kind of attention. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> what a sarcastic, what a sarcastic, weird podcast. I'm sorry. I had to get it all out because I just did like an hour-long podcast on Dawson's Creek, man. It was like super, uh, it was mentally tiring to do. <laughs> That's why I need this. I need this podcast so bad. But uh but I don't know. Thank you guys for listening today. I really appreciate it. Like I said, this will probably come out uh, with a with several episodes, or I don't even know, man. It might come out with with three other episodes. It might come out with like ten or twenty. I don't even know. But when it does, thank you for listening. I appreciate you supporting my podcast. It's uh this episode ninety one. Uh, so, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to quit doing it anytime soon. If you want to contact me, you can, uh, email me. My emails are in the notes of the podcast. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me. If you want to hear me talk about anything in particular, just hit me up. Let me know what's up and I shall do that for you. But, uh, I'll talk to you guys next time, I guess. Peace out.